scripture today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 9 to 17. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The word of God for the people of God. God. Audrey, did you hear it? Uh, Another way to love God is to obey. Kind of like when you were growing up and your mama told you, you're going to do this, and you obeyed every single time. It must be Mother's Day. You're both shaking your heads. (laughs) Lord, we thank you for your word that strengthens us, that confronts us, that holds us up, that lifts us up. I pray that the words will speak to us in ways that we don't expect, in ways that bind us, more closely to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This world is closer than it has ever been before. Someone actually used the death of Princess Diana as a visible symbol uh, of how our growing community is now global. An English princess with an Egyptian boyfriend crashing in a French tunnel in a German car with a Dutch engine driven by a Belgian chauffeur who was drunk on Scottish whiskey, chased by Italian paparazzi riding Japanese motorcycles, first treated by an American doctor using Brazilian medicines. That's the world in which we live now. We are closer, but closer does not mean connected. Closer and connected are not the same things. How close have we been to total strangers in grocery store lines and aisles like two ships passing in the day. 
How many times have we been very close to other people in rush hour? Do we know them? Are we connected to them? No, in fact, in rush hour, we're trying very hard not to be connected to them. What happened to, to Sissy and myself the other night? We went out to eat, and we were escorted to a booth, and there was no booth behind us. There was no booth in front of us. But, oh, you better believe there was a booth next to us. And they were like four or five feet away at the most. And we heard every bit of that conversation around that table. Oh, we were so close to a young lady sitting next to her fiancé and across from her parents that both of us wanted to scream at her not to marry this guy. He never engaged in the conversation once. In fact, he disengaged. He pulled out his phone, and they're having this conversation, and they're having it around him because he's not there. He's not in the conversation. And he was sitting right next to her and right across from them. In all these cases, strangers were close. People who supposedly loved each other were close. But there was little to no connection between them at all. We are a closer world, but ours is not a connected world. That's what this passage in John 15 is all about. Just a few days before the crucifixion and resurrection, Jesus said to his disciples, I am the vine. You are the branches. In other words, stay connected to me. Stay connected to me and you will live and you will thrive and you will bear fruit. Apart from me, you will wither and die. And here Jesus says it again, abide in my love. And Jesus says it even one more time with words that should drop us to our knees in wonder and praise. I do not call you servants. I call you friends. Sometimes all you can say is, wow, this is Jesus speaking. To truly appreciate what Jesus is saying, what Jesus is offering us, there is something else we need to know. There was a custom both at the courts of Roman emperors and in the courts of the Eastern kings At these courts, there was a very select group of people who were called the friends of the emperor or the friends of the king. And these friends had access to their ruler at all times. They even had the right to come to his bedchamber at the beginning of the day. He talked to them 
before he talked to his generals, his governors, or even other visiting dignitaries. The friends of the king had the closest of connections with him and were highly regarded among all and above all. They could come to their king at any time. That is the privilege of friendship Jesus offers us. Abide in me. Abide in my love. It is Mother's Day, and I have been thinking about Mom. We didn't always get along. I was not an easy child, and she was not an easy parent to raise. We both seemed to think we were right. Don't get me wrong, I was always her favorite son. I'm just saying that sometimes I was her favorite son only because I was her only son. But some of the happiest memories I have are of times when mom and I were not only close, but also connected. She would play games with me on Christmas for hours until she had blisters on her fingers. She would sit and sit and sit and watch me shooting my BB gun. It had to be so boring for her. But she sat wanting to make sure I was safe. Times when birds flew overhead and when we laughed so hard in a restaurant we made ourselves sick. Over what? I have no idea. Not a clue. I don't remember what it was that got us laughing as a family that night. What I will never forget is the closeness and the connection I felt through all of these times and many others too. In a world where we are all living next door to one another in many ways, Jesus' words are needed more than ever before. Not long before she died, Mother Teresa spoke to the National Prayer Breakfast in Washington, D.C. She was introduced to that gathering as the greatest woman in the world. She responded this way, I am nothing close to being the greatest woman in the world. But I will tell you the greatest thing about my life. I've been able to be a tiny pencil in the hand of God, someone through whom God writes love letters to the world. Thank you, a great big thank you to all the moms who were and are tiny pencils in the hand of God, writing love letters on the hearts of their children and grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren. Anybody here with great-great-great-grandchildren? 
Okay, I didn't think I needed to go quite that far. Tiny pencils God uses to write love letters to the world. Abide in me. Love one another. I call you my friends. Do what I command, friend of the king of kings. Love one another. Don't just be close. Be connected. Amen.